Welcome to the Unstoppable Grit Podcast, where we dive into the mindset shifts and practical tools to help you break through the roadblocks standing between you and achieving your goals. I'm your host, Danielle Kobo, a former Fortune 500 senior sales manager who spent 15 years in the medical device industry and now the best-selling author of the book, Unstoppable Grit. Think of this podcast as your go-to source for career advice and burnout prevention strategies to help you build a career and life you love. Now let's get started. So today's guest is Maureen Vincenti. She's from moon dust to legal. Maureen's background may seem all over the place, but she's always been obsessed with chasing everything down the research rabbit hole and loves helping others. With a science degree from UCLA, she worked in corporate for a decade from NASA to EPA and then left to go become an entrepreneur as a peak performance health consultant. Most recently, she founded Legally Smart, supporting fellow entrepreneurs with protecting their brand and empires through education, tools, and affordable attorney access so they can legally scale their businesses to the next level, saving lots of time and money in the process. But here's the thing. I know that there are many of our listeners out there are still working in corporate America. And if you are you still want to tune into this episode because whether you're in corporate America or you're thinking about starting that side hustle, we have everything for you. And it's really about empowering you with the tools to be legally smart and building your empire. But before I go into too much, Maureen, why don't you share with us a little bit more about your journey and what you're doing now? Yeah. So, I mean, my, my bio was, was the best cliffs notes that I can think of, but I, I honestly never thought that I would be having anything to do with legal ever. It was honestly a COVID pivot for me. Um, and it wasn't an easy COVID pivot. It was totally God divinely guided and I was resistant. Um, and, but I, I used to travel keynote speaking for all the health coaching stuff, which I love doing. And I got into that by default as well. Cause I had to heal my own body from autoimmune things. Um, and so, but I love it. I, I realized I love coaching and I love helping people. And there's so many different ways for me to do that. There was ways for me to do that in a corporate model. There's ways for me to volunteer doing that through my church and transformational leadership programs. There was ways for me to do that as a health coach, And then now there's ways for me to do that as a legal coach, you know? So I know you said a lot of your listeners might not have their own businesses and stuff, but um, 90% of actually of what I teach all the coaches and entrepreneurs that I support is the personal side of things, you know, protecting your personal empire. Like, what does that really mean? So yeah, I'm happy to be here. Well, I've known you for 20 years and I can speak to, I, I always say that Maureen is my life coach because she is. Well, I'm going to interrupt you for a second because we're old. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you think it's only been 20 years. Oh, is it been longer? 27. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sixth grade. We met when we were 11. Okay. Well, I'm not going to do the math on how old we are at this point. So we're just going to. I'm a scientist. I'm always going to do the math. I'm like, wait, we're, we're not 31. I always used to joke that she was my smart friend growing up. She's always been this, my, my beautiful, smart friend. Um, but 
you know, Maureen, I've always said you were almost like a life coach. And because you have been instrumental in helping me throughout my life, everything from you helped me get in shape when it came to my wedding, you helped me redo all my finances and become debt free, which has been an amazing experience. And now you have helped me with starting my business. I would not be where I'm at today if it wasn't for your support, love, and seeing things in me that I didn't necessarily see in myself. And I'm so grateful for you and excited to have you on today. Oh, thank you. And I, I'm so grateful. This is a proud moment for me to see, like, just reflect back on everything that we've been through. And like, you've always accomplished everything that you've put your mind to. You're so smart and driven and always been of service and a great mom and wife and friend. And I know you killed it in corporate. And then I know that something else was calling on your heart. So seeing that you've created your own business now and what you've been able to do for women that were in your situation and to go in and create your own company to help them find their dream jobs and give them all the tools and empower and inspire them like really cool. Well done. Well done you. (laughs) it's fun when you get to truly find your purpose. And I think that that's where we've been able to come together over the past couple of years through all of our journeys is really defining what your purpose is and fulfilling that and making an impact. So, okay, now let's kind of get into this legally smart and legally smart protecting your empire. So what does that, what does that mean? Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's three main components and I'll still go into the last component, which is for business owners, entrepreneurs, and coaches and stuff, because maybe some people do have a little side hustle. But really the the first thing about protecting our empire, if you think about is on a personal level, and I'm guilty of this as well, I guess 60 to 70% of all Americans and Canadians don't even have basic estate planning done. You know, we don't have our wills done. We don't have a healthcare power of attorney, financial proxy. And I think there's different reasons for that. I mean, I was one of them and I think it was, um, you know, I thought, well, I'm still, I'm single, you know, I don't have kids yet. Or it's such this, especially when we're younger, we're midlife, we're thinking it's more like a retirement thing that you deal with, you know, or we don't want to really think something bad could happen and, and, you know, avoid it. And I think it's one of those things that overwhelms people too, just like taxes, but you know, the government gives us a beautiful April 15th deadline every single year, (laughs) get it done. And with the legal part of really running either our businesses or our personal lives, um, there's no external deadlines or accountability. So it's really easy to just take one of those things that we all know we need to do eventually at some point and put it on the back burner, put it on the back burner, put it on the back burner. And a lot of times it's expensive. It's anywhere from $1,500 to $2,000 to get done or upwards. If you go a traditional hourly rate, I didn't know something like, um, you know, Legal Shield existed a couple years ago, which is who I'm affiliated with through my Legally Smart company because there's no better cost-effective way for access. But um, so th- there's a lot of things. But the importance of that, like if you're listening and you have kids, um, you you would think that your your next of kin just automatically go to family if something happens. It's it's really scary to realize the court actually decides, or maybe you don't have kids you know, and you have, but you have things, you have a car, you have pets, even it's just those little things. You want to know where does the money that you've worked so hard to earn go? Don't you want to donate it to that charity? Give it to your, to your siblings, bless your church with it or something. Um, And if you don't decide where it's going to go on paper, 
the court will take a huge percentage of it for their fees. It's called probate. Each state's different. And then with whatever's left over, then they'll give it away. And if you do have a will done or estate planning done, it actually needs to be updated every year. Or maybe you've moved, maybe you've gotten married. I've coached some women that are, you know, entrepreneurs and they were like, I'm one of the 30% that has it done. I'm like, okay, awesome. When did you get it done? They're like, oh, my husband and I got it done about 10 years ago. I'm like, great. How many kids do you have? They're like four. I was like, great. How old are they? 12, nine, seven, and six. I'm like, wonderful. So we want to make sure we get the last three kids in the will. So <laughs> get that updated, you know, but again, it's one of those things we think we've done it, put it, put it away and, and move on with life. So I think that's probably the most important thing on a personal standpoint to get done. Yeah. I want to speak into this a little bit because as many of our, our listeners know, and you know, as well as my mom was taken by suicide and one of what I learned through the experience of losing my mom was in a time where I'm trying to grieve and I'm in shock and I'm trying to process some of the emotions. Uh, my mom did have a will, but it hadn't been updated in a very long time. And we didn't have the original records to it. And it ended up going through probate and it ended up taking a year and a half. So a time where I am trying to grieve and, and heal from this. Cause there was a lot of, you know, my mom and I had pretty a tumultuous relationship and, and yet I was caught up in so much of the legal stuff. It took me a year and a half and it was nonstop back and forth with the lawyers It went through probate. It was extremely expensive. Mm -hmm. And I know that that's not what my mom would have wanted. My mom would have wanted, you know, she did a will, wanted it to be pretty easy for us so that then that money can go to her grandkids. So for our listeners out there, I think what Maureen's advice is very it resonates very well is you don't want to be in that situation. You want to be in a situation if anything were to happen to you or a family member, that all that legal stuff is taken care of so that they can focus on the healing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, it's a good point, you know, to bring up. And I'm, I'm so sorry about your mom. I know that was something that, you know, you were with me when I lost my mom mm -hmm. when we were 22 and um, same thing. We had a lot of estate stuff to deal with. And there, I mean, she, she got it done, but it was, it was really, it was really complicated. You know, hers wasn't sudden. I mean, it was, we knew she was on hospice with the cancer. So she had time, you know, to, to get her affairs in order and switch things around and put a trust together. And even with all that, you know, there were just so many people involved and so much assets, but I can't even imagine how much more complicated it would have been and heartbreaking for all of us had those things not been put in place. But again, it was not to say that it, her passing was lucky, but the way in which she passed, I guess there was some grace in there because we knew, we knew it was a terminal diagnosis and we knew that we had time or she had time to quote unquote, get her affairs in order, so to speak. But that's, that's not always the situation that we are all in. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's like those, what are those MasterCard commercials? I think those old ones where it's like the baseball game, hot dog, $2, something, whatever, sun smile, priceless, you know, it's kind of just like the peace of mind that it can give us to have our personal assets protected and in order. It truly is priceless. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to cost as much money or be as time consuming as we think it, it, it can be done. You can have an attorney that I can refer people to, um, 
you know, in your area and within 10 to 14 days, you have it notarized done, it's completed and you can just move on. And whether you're married or not too, because like you said, I mean, even if you're not married, you still have assets. And so where would you like that to go with my mom's ass, you know, with my mom's clothes and things like that, we were able to donate to different uh, veterans and to uh, dress for success organizations. So having that laid out and saying, here's where I want some of my belongings to go to, um, is, is definitely helpful to have laid out in there as well. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So let's also talk about social media because Mm -hmm. social, I know we're getting into this one. So social media, you know, I obviously work with a lot of women and we talk about your reputation and what does your brand represent? And your brand is a combination of who you are and how you show up in person and how you make people feel also your legacy, but also how you show up online. And this can be a very tricky one because there's, it could just take one person to derail that brand online. So dig into this one a little bit. Yeah. So this one is also something that I didn't realize the importance of or take seriously until in the last couple of years. Um, so there's a product that I use, which is amazing. Cause we always think about, I, t- I talk about really monitoring our whole online digital DNA. Right. And I think so many of us know about like LifeLock or other programs. Oh, my credit card company, um, you know, monitors, you know, Experian or one credit. So I always tell people that we need to really monitor every single component of our digital DNA because we are fully online now. It's not just social security. It's not just credit. It's not just about hacking anymore either um, or identity theft or fraud. It's so much more reputation management is a huge part of it. Um, So I just tell people monitor all three credit bureaus, right? You also want to monitor your social security number. You also want to have password management system. You know, you want to secure all your online passwords. And then with social media, not only do you want to monitor them to make sure they're safe. My, my Instagram account was hacked last year. Yes, I do remember that. I was getting poached for buying a car. <laughs> yeah. And it's happening all the time. And so there's, there's two, there's two bummers that came out of this. Cause I actually have a software that I use that allowed me to link my social media. And I just never did. I did all the credits. And so I was like, Oh, as Dave Ramsey calls it, I paid stupid tax, you know? So now I have a personal story where I can tell people, I'm like, go ahead and link everything. If you think it's never going to happen to you, it might, but there's two big bummers that came out of my Instagram being stolen. One is I'm the only Maureen Vincenti on the planet. So the handle was my name and it had been my Instagram for about 10 years. So I was considering doing a fresh Instagram anyways for Legally Smart to have it completely separate from my business brand. Um, but because they hacked and they took over that account, as you know, you got messages, they were pretending to be me. I have a lot of people that know, like, and trust me. So people thought there were a handful of people that fell for it. These posters were posting all sorts of pictures of me winning cars or buying homes from Bitcoin mining. And then they actually Photoshopped a picture of me on a cash app. And they were telling everyone, Hey, if you give a hundred or 200 that I was doing some like holiday raffle and a lot of people fell for it. I think total, I know of about eight grand taken from friends and family, but Instagram was not responsive. People were like, Oh, just do this video thing, whatever. I was never able to get a hold of them to shut the account down. So not only do I feel responsible for the money being taken from my friends, the other bummer is, is that I was out there really building my new brand and building my business under the new handle. I'd be 
going to all these networking events. I'd be hired to be a speaker. So many people are like, do you have an Insta? And I would hesitate to say yes, because my biggest fear was I wasn't going to have time to tell them, oh yeah, well, I have two Instagram accounts and this one's my business and this one's my name. And it looks like me and all my pictures are still up there, but it's not really me. And so if you talk to me, you're not really talking to me. You're talking to Bitcoin miners. And I didn't want anyone else to get taken advantage of. So I found myself not even being able to market my business on Instagram because I was afraid that those accounts would get intertwined. So I'm actually using attorneys right now to write letters to Instagram to shut that account down on my behalf. You know, so, and it's happening more and more and more. I actually just got message last night from a new um, colleague of mine who, who's huge in crypto. And we were in Cancun together at this mastermind. And I was like, something's weird. He's not speaking to me as if we were in person together last week. And then, so I text him and I said, are you talking about Instagram right now? And he's like, no, it's a clone. And it's exact has almost the same amount of followers. It's the same picture of him. Both Instagram accounts have around 18,000 followers. So this person, it's cloning his original profile. There's one additional N in the handle. Same picture as he's just duplicating everything that this guy is posting. And so it's, you want to make sure you're monitoring social. The other thing about um, reputation management, there's some softwares that um, I use that actually go through and you can link like your Twitter account, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, and it will run it through and give you a reputation score. And it goes back like as to the beginning of time, like whenever you open those accounts and it will flag things. Sometimes it flags incorrectly, but it will actually flag things. And it found stuff from like 2006 on my Facebook for like profanity or nudity, maybe a risque photo, or maybe some F-bombs I had dropped in some comments. And it gives you the opportunity to just click and delete those. Like I would have never found those going back. And I, you know, I'm a much different version of myself now as a 39 year old woman and the image that I'm presenting to the world and my values and morals and beliefs than when I was, you know, 23. So I had the opportunity to go through my online digital DNA, basically, and make sure that everything that is out there is congruent now with who I am intentionally putting out into the world. So especially for your listeners, probably that's a great thing for for you guys to be able to know about when you're considering, you know, getting a new job, going after your dream job, making sure that there's not some remnants out there, you know, that could get you. Um, And I just thank God that YouTube really wasn't that big of a a thing yet when I was in college, because there would have been a lot more uh, uh, reputation management score dings to clean up in that software. So We will be right back to today's episode. As a business owner, you get to work from anywhere and set your own hours so you can be there for your family and enjoy more of life while building an impactful and profitable business. But it can be hard to figure out where to start and build something that matters. Ineffective business planning, cash flow, unclear messaging, no niche, lack of consistency can all lead to burnout. Without a clear plan of action, you're likely to spin your wheels and not make much progress. I serve professionals who want to create a profitable business with an impactful message. After 15 years in corporate America, among the most recent seven years leading a team for a Fortune 500 company, I built a six-figure coaching business within one year and make a greater impact on helping others achieve the same success. 
To be successful, it's essential to have a process to help you focus on what's important and get measurable results. With the support of a business coach, you learn how to transform vision into reality, building an impactful and profitable business with the power to do what you want in life. I invite you to go to the show notes and check out the link to the free business building workbook with actionable steps to turn your side hustle into a business. Now back to today's episode. And you know, I, I'm glad that you brought that up because there are times I remember when I was working for an organization, we were, I was with another manager and we were talking about potential candidates that she might hire for her particular region. And she says, I really like this, this particular woman. However, when I went on her Facebook page, these were some pictures that really concerned me and she ended up not hiring her. Yeah. And reputation management is extremely important. Uh, when it comes to your career, you never know where that future is going to bring for your career and what might be lingering in your past that could come to bite you. Yeah. And it, it is, it's like, look, we're, we're, none of us are perfect. We all have things and phases we've gone through, but the problem is, and I'm sure you coach into that is, you know, these people that don't yet really know you, your heart, the core of who you are, um, are only seeing certain snippets and tidbits of things. And so they're just getting, it's not that we have to have any shame or guilt around anything that we've done in the past, but it's just a false representation of the wholeness and completeness of the package that we bring to the table. And we're not even going to give the opportunity for these new employers or colleagues or business partners to be able to see us with an unbiased lens. And then, yeah, maybe five years down the road when we're at coffee, we can share about that one weekend in Vegas, that one time 40 years ago, you know? But we don't need the photo evidence of it anymore living around. So what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas is not always true with social media. Not with social media. We've yeah. had some fun times in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So we've talked a little bit about having the importance of having a will. We've now talked about, you know, your social media, your DNA footprint and reputation management. What are some other things that are important for our listeners to know when it comes to being legally smart and protecting your empire? Yeah, I think one of the big things, whether it's, you know, and I, I coach into this for the coaches, entrepreneurs, and business owners, but it, I also utilize it all the time in my personal life as well, is especially for being, um, you know, a woman uh, and feeling empowered, knowing I have a law firm on retainer that I can use for, for everything. So think about any of the times that, you have signed a legal document without fully reading or understanding it. And I mean, I'm still guilty of this. I coach into this, but it is so easy now with like DocuSign or eSign. You get a document, you're just, you're super busy. You're like, okay, I, I, I know what this is about. This is my new lease. This is something else. And it's just top of mind because it's in your inbox. And before you know it, you have just auto-filled and legally endorsed a 20-page document because it's all just like click, click. It fills in your initials and signature, and you're just like, I don't even, I don't even know what I just signed. Right. But we do that all the time, thinking about if you're gonna, you know, buy a home, like all those inspection reports, the 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 loan you're taking out a 30-year mortgage most of the time, or maybe you're gonna buy a car, lease a car, lease a new place. So I would say being legally smart means never signing anything that you haven't fully read or understood and knowing that, hey, if you don't understand the legalese, which most of us don't, we're not attorneys, have an attorney walk you through exactly what you're signing. Even if, um, 
like this is maybe more for, for speakers or coaches or entrepreneurs, but one of the examples is, you know, I had a friend that has like dream. Oh, I know you did a Ted talk working. Oh, on it. I'm working on it. Yes. I have a TEDx so, coach we meet with every week. Perfect. So know this. So one of my friends that did a Ted talk, he signed the speaker agreement that they gave him and didn't really read it. Right. He was reposting his YouTube video from Ted talk on his personal page and stuff to promote his coaching program. The legal department called him and said, this is our content. We own the rights to it. He's like, what do you mean? I'm the speaker. And they said, read the agreement you signed. So it's really important to know if you're going to be, you know, speaking, being interviewed, traveling, always read through what it is that you're signing. Cause it is negotiable too. Like a lot of times the companies will allow you to repurpose the, the MP3 or the MP4 to help promote their brand and your brand. But again, there's no right, wrong, good or bad. The agreement can be whatever the agreement's going to be, but just know what you're agreeing to, you know, know what you're agreeing to. And it, it might not be a bad idea for you to have, you know, independent contractor agreements in place, even to hire nannies or to hire other people to just have it, you know, be on, on paper, both parties know what their expectations of the other are, you know, so in your personal life, there are so many things that you can do to just make sure that you're empowered, you're protected, you have peace of mind in all areas of your life. I'm glad you brought up to having a nanny agreement. We've had a nanny's throughout our time. And I've always had a nanny agreement, not only outlying and it's to protect both of us, right? right. It's, it's if in the situation when COVID hit, we had an agreement and I said, look, we're un- unfortunately with my husband being home and, and COVID happening and not working for him, it made sense for him to be home with the kids. And, but we had it in our agreement where I said, but we're still going to pay you out two weeks. It's part of our agreement. We're going to fulfill that. So it not only protects us, it protects them as well. It creates a clear communication as to what the specifics are. Um, and I think that's important. And you also talk about signing agreements. We just recently, you and I were speaking about one of my clients who had a non-compete and she wants to get a new job. And now she's in a situation where she's told her employer that she doesn't want to work with them. And now it's getting into this legal stuff with a non-compete. And and thankfully you've had her set up through your program and now she's having a lawyer review it. And now she feels like she's, she has the tools and resources to take that next step in her career and not feel like she's stuck. Yeah. Yeah. And this exactly. And this leads into it too. So she is trying to find a new corporate career right now. But um, when we were on the phone, she was telling me about her side hustle. So I went to the website and I, my brain just like, I can't help it now because I learned all this stuff too. And I didn't know any of this stuff when I was a health coach. That's why I'm so passionate about giving, you know, my community, the tools and resources on a business standpoint. Um, But I always scroll down. First thing I do, if you have a website, if you've got a side hustle, if you have that Etsy store. If you do not have a privacy policy on the bottom of your website, it is finable by $2,500 per person who visits. Delta Airlines just got sued $37 million for not having an adequate privacy policy at the bottom of one of their holiday landing pages. And when I found this out, which is why I started Legally Smart, one of the main reasons, I was just sick to my stomach because I was like, wow, I spent over six figures in business coaching trying to learn how to run a health coaching business. And no one ever taught this. And I hired web developers 
And like, we, we think, but it's like, they're just web developers. They're not legal people. My friends that were business coaches, they're teaching me how to grow business. They don't know about legal. And I was like, wow, no one's teaching this. And that's where this whole concept of legal coaching came into play. Cause people are like, are you an attorney? I'm like, no, I'm not an attorney. I will get you to an attorney. I am a legal coach, just like the health coach to the doctor, right? Like you're not going to go see the endocrinologist if you don't even know you need to go see him. But now when you go see him, you know exactly who to go see. You can save time and money, you know which lab reports to bring, what to ask. You're in and out. So that's what Legally Smart's all about. So I was shocked when I found that out because I did a summit. I interviewed 25 experts. I built up my email list by 4,000 people. So that means there were at least 4,000 visitors I had to that landing page that opt-in. So, I mean, do the math, 2,500 times 4,000, like I would have been done before my business even started, you know? So if you got a side hustle out there, even if you think it's no big deal, no one goes, unfortunately with legal, with taxes, audits, IRS, I didn't know is not an answer that they care about. So there are some basic, simple things in place, happy to support with that, but privacy policy legally required Terms and conditions and disclaimers, not legally required, but good idea to just have on the bottom. You know, if you're got a little health coaching thing on the side, just disclaimer, this is educational purposes only, you know, because people will want to sue you because like, well, you said on your blog, if I sleep eight hours a day, my anxiety is going to go down, you know? So just little basic things like that, that put in place that you can, again, all part of protecting your empire. You want to protect your online digital DNA. You want to protect your personal life and your assets and you want to protect whatever business you may be growing and scaling, you know, as a hobby, as a side hustle, or maybe something that's going to turn into something bigger over time. But the whole point is just simple things to be built on a rock solid foundation in every area of our lives can save tons of time and money in the future. Oh my gosh. When I, I remember when I first was looking at some of the contracts that I needed for my business, privacy policy, terms and conditions, and she definitely holds me accountable because when I redid my website, she's like, you don't have a privacy policy. <laughs> so immediately I got called out on that. Um, but the amount of money that I have saved, I mean, I called one lawyer and he says, okay, for, you know, these five standard contracts, whatever it is, me $2,500. And through your program, I have saved so much money. And in addition to that is I have identity protection on myself, my husband, and my kids. Because think about the digital footprint that's already being played for them right now. And it's just a monthly fee. Everything's taken care of. Yeah. And I have a friend too that uh, she tried to register her four-year-old for preschool last fall and found out that her social security number had already been used. So the four-year-old had already been a subject of identity theft. So again, it's just those things we think about, like, oh, my kids aren't old enough yet, or I'm not old enough yet, or I don't have kids. You know, it's just the whole thing. Just like when I was teaching people about health and wellness, it was like to be proactive and preventive versus reactive and defensive. So that's really what you want to think. Am I being proactive and preventive with my business, with my online digital footprint, you know, and reputation and with my personal life? Because at the end of the day, like I think my program saves the average person anywhere from eight to 10 grand with just basic legal things. It's like, okay, now we can't claim ignorance anymore. We know what we need to get done. And at the normal hourly rate, that's another roadblock. That's why a lot of people don't get it done. Cause they're just like, yeah, gosh, I'd rather spend the money on something else right now. You know, so um, it doesn't have to be complicated. doesn't have to be as expensive as we thought. I try to make it as easy and fun as possible. So yeah. You definitely make legal fun, which I didn't know was possible, but <laughs> I'm a nerd. I do it. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, where can our audience and our listeners find you? Yeah. So they can go to getlegallysmart.com. You can also email me at hello at getlegallysmart. Um, and there will be tons of offers on the website, you know, whether you want to take a quiz or, you know, just reach out, have any questions and my team and I would love to support. And I will go ahead and include the links to her website in my show notes. And, um, and definitely if you are out there and you're going, Hmm, I don't have a will. I don't have identity protection. Uh, I don't know what my digital footprint looks like my reputation and all of these things that we've discussed this is the time for you to take action right away. And like Maureen said, be proactive, not reactive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining Maureen. Always a pleasure. And thank you so much for all the support that you've given me when starting my business, as well as my clients who are starting businesses right now too. They're taking their side hustles to that next level. So fun. Thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Grit Podcast with Danielle Cobo. If you found today's episode resonating and inspiring, kindly take a moment to craft a review. Your review holds the potential for Apple and Spotify to share the Unstoppable Grit Podcast with others. Furthermore, consider extending the ripple effect by sharing this episode with those around you, family, friends, colleagues, and anyone who could benefit from the insights and stories shared here. Also, be sure to visit daniellecobo.com for more resources on cultivating resilience and unleashing your inner grit. We'll be back soon with another empowering episode. Until then, be unstoppable.